Welcome to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Hazira. Kit. Bria. Unflick. Last week, the party completed their journey to the Arcanium on the new island. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> They arrived. They completed to their journey to the Wait, where am I? What year am I in right now? I know, right? Wait, uh, this is already too long. Damn it. They arrived to find the ruins of a large city, the center of which holds the node and the Azamar sister they seek. The city is crawling with undead of all different sorts, and after a half day of reconnoitering the perimeter of the city, it's time to make a plan for infiltration. What will our adventurer's grand plan be? Will Something they be about able to reach? <laughs> I'm so mad. This is too long, and the music something. is not this long. Now I gotta start over. Now there's no starting over. No, you have to keep going. Just loop it. Keep going. Keep loop going. It. Will they be able to reach the center of the city unscathed, or is this heist doomed to become an all-out war with legions of undead horrors? Let's find out. Hey, y'all. I'm Hello. So mad at you hey. all. I think it's inappropriate of you to assume that the legion of undead are all whores. <laughs> the. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I love the uh, I... brief moment of like, what? Uh, uh... <laughs> I want to I preface this. I want to preface this for our listeners. It took us 24 minutes to start recording today. So you are in for a journey, yeah, we, friends. We, it took us. We There is so much drama. There, Not with we're us. We're in a we're moment. We're just, it's just, life is... <laughs> Happy 2020, life, y'all. Life is wild. Oh, yeah, welcome to 2020. Life is wild. Oh, so we're saying welcome to 2020, but it's definitely been 2020 for several weeks by the time yeah, you hear this, sure. but we are recording this on January 5th, so. Oh my goodness, y'all. That that tickled me, as they say. Yes, they do. What's the word you, I have to write this down. This is the most ridiculous word I've ever heard. Reconnoiter? Reconnoiter. Reconnoiter? I I've Reconnoiter. never never there in is my a, life. There is Where did a you third read or that three for the first time. Uh, D and D because all of my vocabulary is from fantasy and or D and D. There's a feat from third edition or three point five uh, called quick reconnoiter where you can as a free action do a spot and a listen check. Leave it to three point five. I swear to God. Reconnoiter. <laughs> this is listen. I'm probably up to the task. Do I have time for it? No. But I think Reconnoiter would be a very difficult song to write. So I'm not promising a Reconnoiter song. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm not. I am not not promising. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait for this song. No. Ah, I hate you. Um, <laughs> you started it, it. Yeah. Um, oh, goodness. All right. I have a lot of thoughts and feels about the things that we're experiencing, but I feel like this island, I mean, biz, like, interrupt with whatever your question is, but I have, like, this, I just want to get off of this island. I want to go, go, go. I want to do the thing. I want to kill some people. That's what I got. So I don't right. have a question, that, but I already gave my comment of the beginning. Oh, yes. The, the horrors of Horish. That's true. Uh, <laughs> ghouls, you. if you will. <laughs> um, all right. So... As I said, we uh, are. Can, can we do the thing? Are we good? No, wait. Oh my god. Yeah, wait. Can you do the thing? <laughs> so I just have a. I had a image of the whorehouse in Beetlejuice. Oh my god. And it makes me the whorehouse in Beetlejuice. <laughs> oh, where did this? Co- I'm confused. Um, wh- wh- can you do the cue music thing? No, we've already done it three times. We've no, but I like it. It has to be a multiple. Can do of the three. cue music thing. Ready? Yeah. And I don't. 
Cue music. <laughs> Sorry. Kid, are gonna, you sad I'm for me? Try it. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. Okay, ready? And no, cue don't. music. So, as I said last time, uh, we finished the last episode, uh, I believe, with you all having completed your, your reconnoiter of the city. Oh my god, I hate uh, it. And returning to the place where you all began and seeing that army uh, that had gone off, uh, that, you, that passed you going towards your ship, uh, returning to the city. And so that's where we are. It's the end of the day. You all have some plans to make, some sleeps to have, to take. Oh, that rhymes. I should have done that. What are we doing? Well, did we... We're at full currently, yeah? Except for those of us who have temporary lowered hit points. Yeah, I mean, you're still at full, but... Yeah, you haven't... I, as far as I remember, Kit has has used uh, her wild shapes for the day. Yeah. True! Alright, there's the road. But other okay, than that, so I don't think anybody's done anything. I was, go- I was going to say... I mean, they're undead, so it doesn't really matter, but I was like, maybe nighttime... Would be better for us to try and sneak in, but I, you know, I think we need the if wild shapes her, for that yeah, to happen. For sure. So then I mean, we, we can, can, sorry, we can wait. Well, like we can rest and then yeah. kind of still do reconnaissance and wait till nightfall. Sure, sure, totally. Um, oh no, I remember the very end of the episode was not the army coming in; it was the army going in, and a few minutes later, that green pulse of light exploding out right. from the center of the city and into the sky. Now I remember. Fuck. Well, that changes everything. Well, so here's here's what I would suggest is uh, is that you all you now have a general idea of the layout, at least of the outskirts of the city. Uh, you know, sort of generally where you need to head. That the colonel, that those of you who are who are attuned to keys, can feel is somewhere in the very center of the city. And if we need a little bit of something to get us started, uh, I think uh, a friend that we haven't spoken to in a few days might have uh, some helpful information for you. Sweet. That's nice. All right, so we'll start with that. So uh, I, 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 have you all been actively initiating check-ins with Mox during this journey? I was thinking that when I was doing a re-listen, and I think so. I think we we would have been, I don't, yeah. I don't know that there's been a ton to talk about, but Kit, did you have stuff to no, say? I was just going to say, because we can cast this, we can talk to him once a day, right? Mm-hmm. So I figure, yeah, we're definitely, at least at the end of the day, checking in, doing a quick recap on what we've seen, and if we've sure. seen anything strange, at least that's that's what my thought was. Yeah, that's my assumption, too. And it's, you know, it they have to be quick, because it's once a day, and it's 25 words, right? Um, now, do I... Uh, uh, Kit, can you prepare and cast Sending on your own? I don't remember. Uh... I don't Uh, think so, but he gave us, he gave me a thing. Right, he gave you the sending stone to do it once a day. I'm just curious if there is, if you are able to do it more than that. Uh, If there were ever anything more extent, more than 25 words at a time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. I was just reviewing my spells and no, I don't think I have sending. Okay. But I do have animal messenger. Oh, that's true. That's true. Except there's no animals. Good point. That's true. (laughs) Yeah, no living Mox, I think, is going to uh, initiate the contact this evening because he has news for you. The nice thing here is that uh, you all have been doing it at the end of the day. So if we really need uh, a few more words, you all can take a rest and then do it again first thing in the morning because I think they reset at dawn or something like that. Now, what I didn't do was count my words because I forgot there was only one sending per day. So let's see. Let me count some words. One, 
Two. A three. Three. Oh my god. I, I knew you were gonna go with that one. <laughs> okay, so Mox uh, initiates this evening's sending, which I think is probably unusual. I think maybe you all have been initiating, but he must have something important to say. And so you get the little ping in your brain. I assume Kit is hand. It has the stones, right? Or has yeah. the stone Gave singular? It to me, Kit That's is. I would, say that Kit has, so. I would say that Kit has the most stones out of all of us. <laughs> All right, kids, you hear Mox's voice say, Three generals, protect leader at center. Each has weak point in their district. Library, barracks, darkness generator. Disruption would lure generals away. One always stays. Oh boy, howdy. Uh, I will relay as best as I can. Yeah, that was real quick. Okay. Great. What is a darkness generator? Doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> that seems like... Okay, that... so the barracks are the third one where the army is. That's what I thought. Darkness generator is going to be the one where the people are wearing the black cloaks, black and, and the magic, energy. the magic runes and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then library is the... Is the, the other one. <laughs> the, yeah, which is the one we wanted to go to anyways. And now that we know there's a library, I'm sold. I, I know think. you're sold. <laughs> I know this is going to be a terrible suggestion, mm. but as a idea of distraction, should we light the library on fire? Oh, I literally, know. I, I, am, mean, I think Brie almost I am threw fully up. Against, I know, I'm fully against <laughs> the burning Brie of books, but the, we need a distraction. And I don't think any of us brought along any C4, um, so... Well, okay, that's well, a distraction. I'm not sure. My only thought is... Do we want to light the vulner vulner? Why can't I say that word today? I couldn't say it either. <laughs> uh, part of the city on fire. Do we want to create a distraction somewhere else? So the other oh. thought process is we try to set off some sort of bomb or something in like the barracks. Try to take some casualties with us and then sneak in through the library. Yeah, I feel like if we're going to attack something, we should do it. First, we should do it in that third area where we are the most nervous about it. And also, hopefully, the general that's related to that area will go away with it. I'm assuming he's going to be the biggest bad. That was my thought as well, which I don't like the darkness generator situation, personally. That doesn't seem hugely safe to me. Um, And the most mysterious, obviously, because it's a darkness generator. So I like entering in the library portion but I do think that we would have to create a distraction in one of the other two places so that mm-hmm. that is the least guarded. Indeed. Indubitably. Indubitably. Um, but that being said, which I, general might, is going to stay which? This might be oversharing on my part as a DM, but with 25 words, I just I just want to be sure that the information is clear and this is totally out of game and this is meta knowledge, but I'm going to give it to you all anyway. Those three vulnerable buildings are not ways into the center. They are buildings that are vulnerable to attack and particularly important to these generals in each district. That's kind of what I was thinking was... Okay, just making sure so that then, that was... So then Bizdira was correct. Oh my god, who am I? Bizdira <laughs> was correct. I I was also puzzling this in my brain because it wasn't clicking for me, what everyone was saying. Um, yeah. That we do indeed want to attack. I... I am seeing these as three separate. Qu- we keep wanting to say quadrants. Um, I know. I'm gonna I'm just, I'm, while you all talk. I'm gonna see if I can come up with a word for quadrant, but three. Excellent. That I don't think we ne- we're gonna need to touch <laughs> a the trident. other two. <laughs> important uh, to them. Like I think we whichever 
area we want to enter into is the one, so we would want to blow up the library if that's the area we want to go through. Right. That's what that's what w- that read as to me. Mm-hmm. See, if, I, if those I are thinking... if the people that we need to that we want to fight, which we had talked about previously, were the like un, the fleshed undead in the first area that we looked at. Mm-hmm. Then we. If we're assuming that the library is there, then that would be the one that we would want to attack the library. Wait, if I'm are... understanding correctly. Yeah, I think that I think that makes sense. But would that attract people to that spot right, or that, drive them away? That's my thought process is that we should attack somewhere where people will run towards and we go in a different way. So then we do what? Okay, so then we do to want to... Yes, yes. I'm on board with that plan. Well... So we do still want to attack the barracks i'm oh my god my brain hurts yeah so attack the barracks and then go in through the area we wanted to go in through where the library is i think that's i think that's absolutely fine i'm hesitant to use keep going dm would are i just don't have enough information because if the barracks i'm picturing all of these things being like right in front of the center so i'm picturing them being like the last thing that's guarding the center and so if that's the case then we would still want to go for the library because then we'd have to go through all of the army people to get to the barracks so like you know what does that make sense instead of it It, being like at the front right it does make sense but the way that i'm seeing this is kind of like you have the circle right and you have the different areas of like you have the barracks you have the robes and ruins and then you have the library but it's all around the centers where we need to be so correct me if i'm wrong but i think that's that's how i'm picturing it so when we think about okay if we're going to attack one area right then we need to go let's say we go attack the barracks and we're like boom barracks are done run to the other side walk in through the library or sneak in through the library which is just there and then everything's just on the other side of those but the that's what i'm saying is that the boom attack the barracks that's the part that i don't think is possible did we see where any of these buildings might have been when we were taking our wander around the town yeah i think that's a good point kit because that's 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 my hold up right now is the location of each of them which is very fair um, I don't think you all would have se- I think you would have noticed the darkness generator, so no. The only one that you maybe might have seen is the barracks, uh, and we'll say that you did indeed see the barracks as you were, or what you now realize after this message was the barracks. Uh, and, and you know, it was, it was, mm, I don't know. It definitely wasn't all the way at the center of the, of the, uh, the army, the militaristic sector. Okay, that's good. Uh, so it turns out that there is, in fact, a word for a third of a circle, and the word is trine. Trine. T R I N E. Trine Island. Hmm. I'm trying out different no. words. Right, no. Right, anyway, you all were doing some great planning and discussion. Keep going. So, okay. I'm thinking, what if we do an airstrike? I like this plan. Keep going. So, like, at least Flick and Bazira are, like, ready to go into the first terrain um so they're already ready to go and then either myself or kit or both of us fly over the top and do something to attack the barracks and then once we see movement in the first section then all of us head in that direction do we have any sort of molotov cocktails i have a flaming sphere yay we like a flaming sphere hmm hold <laughs> i i don't think uh 
Hold on, let me check. Does your flaming sphere light stuff on fire too? Like, or does it just damage? I think it lights things on fire, but let me double check. Okay. I think it's be... stuff that isn't yes, worn. Yes, the sphere ignites flammable objects not being worn or carried. Cool. So, so we might be able to light buildings on fire. Yeah, depending on what it's made out of. Right. Great. So I'm like totally good for this plan. Do you want to respond to Mox? <laughs> um, yes. What do we want to say to Mox? <laughs> like three hours um, later, he still hasn't <laughs> heard yeah. anything. He's like, well, I hope they're well. He's like, guess they're dead. Oh, yeah. Well. <laughs> Something along the lines of like great intel plan formed and beginning to be in motion or something like that. I don't know. You're the wordy one. You're good with the words and the thing. Um, no, I like that. Is there anything else we want to ask him? Can he respond once more or no? Well, we no. can hear from him in the morning, but I guess yeah. it doesn't. I guess if we're, our plan is to attack tonight, then it doesn't really matter. Right. And that's the next thing is like, do we attack tonight? Do uh, we wait for tomorrow? I still think we wait till tomorrow because I don't think that this is super urgent information. And I still think we need those wild shapes. Yeah. So I just think it's more time for stuff to go wrong but yeah we can't do it tonight because we have to have the wild shapes yeah right because then the other thing is that big glowy thing shooting into the sky lest us not forget well don't know when that or how often that happens but if it happens at all yeah uh uh-huh i mean that could be the question we pose to him be like there's a huge fucking spotlight or something is this common we're attacking tomorrow at dusk that kind of thing okay um Great. So I will, yeah, I'll tell Mox, thank, just uh, reiterating, thanks for the intel. Our plan is in uh, in motion tomorrow night, or tomorrow. We saw a glowy A green, green glow. Thing. Normal? Question mark? <laughs> if I count question mark as two words, you got six more words. Love you, mean it. Tell Sniv <laughs> hi. I got there you go. Too. Tell Sniv hi. Aw. All right, great. Uh, okay, and then it sounds like you all have a plan. So is it time for the long rest? Yeah. Yes. Yes, all right. yes. Long rest, wake up the next day, flick, make your tug the tapestry roll, and then everybody make constitution saving throws. Oh. Bizdira, you can, oh, yes. Um, since we're going to bed, uh-huh. um, I have two more spell slots. I want to cast a spell magic on, um, I've lost hit points. Who else has I have lost not hit yet. points? Yeah, Flick has. Okay, so I'll cast a spell magic on myself and on Flick. Okay, so then the three of you have advantage on this constitution save. Uh, Bria, you roll normally. Okay. Uh, Flick, make sure you roll your uh, Tug the Tapestry first in case you want to use it. I did, and it's an eight for everyone to know. So (laughs) not using that. Okay, great. Well, you can use it on... Another creature's Another, attack roll. Yeah, Stupid yeah, exactly. creature that I don't like and I want to see suffer. Whoa. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Kit, what was your save? A 19. Totally fine. Bria? A 7. All right. I'll need you to roll a d4. Bistira? I crit. Okay, fantastic. And Flick? A 17. All right. You're fine. Bria, how many are you down? I am down three. Okay. Three max hit points down. Not too bad. Bistira's Same. still in much oh my worse gosh, shape. Twins. <laughs> okay. Right. Necro twins. Necro so twins. So the next, the next morning, uh, Mox, as soon as uh, dawn arises, Kit, you hear uh, Mox's voice in your head now that the Sending Stones have been recharged. Uh, and Mox says, uh, green light fairly typical when all generals are in residence. Ah. Uh, source, possible source of 
island-wide necromantic energy. Okay, so, yeah. Okay. We need to send something back to him. Um, you don't have to, but... <laughs> no, we do. Well, does it, okay. does it have to be immediate, or can we give him the update after when we have an yeah, update? That's a good question. I think you... Well, you know what? Let's read the, let's read the actual spell, because that's a good question. Uh, it, the duration is only one round, so you probably need to uh, respond within one round. Okay. Yep. It can answer in a like manner immediately. Okay. I mean, I don't think we have any more questions at this okay. point. I think we pretty much know where Wait, we're going Wait, did Sniv in, not so. say hi back to us? Hi back from Sniv. R. 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 Oh, actually, it's Mox doing his best Sniv impersonation. So it's, Har Sniv says hi back. <laughs> oh my god, how cute. <laughs> Um, okay. Okay. Yeah, I think it's now just the question like, is we're about to go, oh. so we'll see you later. Yep. Yeah. One hundred percent. Question. Answer. W- well, not for you. So. Okay. Bye. Um, what would Bizdira and I be most helpful doing while we're on the ground? Like, I'm going to give you all bardic inspiration for show, but what what do you think? Should we just, we just be waiting for you to come back to us, or because are they like? I mean, worst case scenario, I think you could attract so much attention that they start following you guys. Or should we actually go ahead and meet you somewhere else? My thought was pass without trace. One or both of us fly above, hit the barracks with magic, fly. Because we can only fly for a minute anyway. So it's a very quick, like, we fly up, we hit him, we watch to make sure... And then we fly back down. On Pass Without Trace, is there a range around you, Kit? Or is it on each individual person? Um, I think it's around me. I believe it's 30 feet. Okay. So your, your distraction is the Flaming Sphere, correct? Is what? Sorry? The, your, Kit, your distraction is the Flaming Sphere. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Unless we thought of something that would be more interesting. No, I think that's pretty think interesting. <laughs> my own, my only question is, this is merely mechanic and actually not that interesting to listen to, but if that's a concentration, ah! I mean, we're, you know, like, we'll have to wait for your flame, no, we'll have to wait for your pass without trace until you come back to us because it's a range. And then if we all want to move together or if we wanted to get a head start, I didn't know if that, I didn't, that now I the, think like, we should actual... wait to move together. I understand. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's what I wanted to know. Yeah. Cause I think uh, we can come back. It's only a minute. So we can come back down and hopefully by the time we're back down, you two will have seen movement and we'll be able to just go. Okay. What are you doing, Bria? Uh, that's a question for Kit. I'm happy to fly up with her. I'm happy to save my wings. Um, cause I can do some fireballs or bolts. I don't know what the difference is. I think you may have noticed something that might be problematic. I mean, possibly, I don't know if this is what you're thinking of, but probably, uh, yeah, I can't cast, uh, I can't cast, uh, whatever the spell is, Pass Without Trace and Flaming Sphere at the same time because they're both concentration. That, well, that, yeah. So then Which I think I... is what you were saying. But if but... we're doing the distract, if you're doing the distraction, the Flaming Sphere will, that'll disappear anyway. Or like, you'll it, have to make it disappear. So I guess Pass Without Trace can be... So we have two options, then. You Pass Without Trace, we both fly up, I do Firebolt, or I stay down with them, you fly up as a small animal that they won't see flying, like a spider or whatever, and you do the... So instead of Pass I, Without Trace. Mm, no, I can't do uh, Flaming Sphere when I hands. don't have... 
my mouth. Oh, okay. So then we're both oh, going. Yeah, and mouth, I'll not do hands. firebolts. You can do pass without trace. Just double check that firebolts is actual fire damage, not like radiant or any other damage. No, firebolts is definitely fire damage. Okay. So will it light stuff on fire? Yeah. Great. So then I will do that however many times I can. I'll just try to hit it in a bunch of different directions. I also have invisibility if that's helpful so that we don't have to pass without trace. <laughs> but we also... <laughs> I'm just looking. I'm just looking at all uh-huh. of my stuff that we could possibly yeah. have. How um, long have you had this? I've had it since I became a bard. What are you talking about? Oh my God, what is, what level spell slots do you have, Bib? Second or just or third? Just second. Okay, so you can only you can only invisible one person, but yes, you can invisible a person. Yeah, I can. That's also a concentration. But I have. Yeah, but if you're not, you can cast it on someone and stay behind. That yeah, exactly. So I can invisible. I can turn one of you invisible if that's helpful. And then, hmm, I also have darkness. I also have thunder wave, and that's something that I could do that's like, if we need something to, like, completely, like, another distraction along the way that makes a lot of sound. You also have thaumaturgy to make sound as well. Mm-hmm. That's true. Except it's not as happy as before. It's <laughs> all right. Happiness isn't exactly what we're looking for at this point. What are you thinking, Kit? I- I'm just looking to see if there's any other distractions that are not concentration. Um, (laughs) I mean, I could also start playing my banjo and see what happens. Yeah, I'm curious if maybe instead of flame, we want to do something with water, because I have a couple of big, dramatic water spells. Yes, you do. That's also fine. Eventually, I also have protection from evil, so I can protect one of us from undead, which is nice. Here's a question. Do we want to say set up? two different distraction points, like do some heavy-duty water at the barracks and light the library on fire. I don't hate that idea. Just a thought. It's concentration, but damn, I love the giant insect spell. I know, me too. (laughs) I really want to cast it. Too bad I haven't seen any insects. (laughs) What are we doing, folks? What's the plan? You all had such a good plan, and now it seems to have gone out the window. It's not. Well, I think we had a more streamlined plan, and now we're, yeah, we've got a lot more details to think about. Gotcha. I'm just waiting on Kit's final decision. Because I'm happy to go. I think, I still think we want to enter through. So we would be looking at trines number two and three. And one of us could light something on fire. The other one of us could do. Yeah. So if we both go up. um, Yeah. If you cast maybe the barracks on fire on the other side, I could cast a tidal wave on the um, the darkness generator. Okay. Um, <laughs> what if and we... I don't know, like, I don't know that that's going to have any, like, long-term lasting effects, but it'll definitely be a distraction. Yeah. Right. I and mean, that's not a concentration spell. The other there thing you go. is, I can light the uh, library on fire, so we can literally put something on every single wake spot. But we don't, we want to, we want the one in try number one to be... We don't want them heading in that direction. Okay. So we want to. We only want to do two of them because then we're guiding them. These are the areas we want you to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, so okay. So then, if that's not a concentration spell, you're gonna pass without trace on yourself. Fly, cast tidal wave. Am I gonna be invisible? Wh- which one of um, you do you well, think it would be more beneficial to be inv- invisible? It would have to be because well, if we're separate. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. I'm I'm with um, you. Well, let's see what the range on our spells is so to see if you and I can fly up together, and that way we don't have to burn all of our spell slots. Yeah, for sure. Uh, 120 feet for me. Mine is also 120 feet. Um, 
I don't know how big this place is, but DM, is there a world where Bria and I could fly up into the air together, both protected by Pass Without Trace, and cast uh, our respective spells um, in the areas? What are the ranges on the spells? 120. 120 feet. No, I don't think there is. The city's, what did I say, like two miles across. So no, I don't think so. I think for the range of Pass Without Trace and those spells, for two of these of these targets in particular, no, I think you'll have to split up. Okay, so... All right. I'll be invisible. I'm gonna... I'll take uh, try number three with, for the barracks. And so let's meet Flick and Bizdira in between one and three... Um, I think it's a little bit better, Kit, for you to be the longer distance away, because if you need to, you can become an animal and run faster. That sound okay? Sure, that's fine. Okay. All right. So I guess Flick and Vizier are going to hang out between one and three. I'm going to become invisible. Well, I've got I've got business, too. I've got to give bardic inspiration to both of you. Okay. Thank you. Two little ditties just for you. Hey everybody, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master DM Jazzy Hands here with a few mid-show announcements. First of all, if you're enjoying the episode so far, it would be crack-a-lackin' if you could pop on over to Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you get our podcasts from and leave us a rating and a review. We'll always read five-star reviews on the air as soon as we're able, and the more of them we get, the more visible the show becomes and the more people we get to listen. It doesn't have to take more than just a few seconds, and it really does help us out a ton. I have once again realized that I have neglected to look at the international iTunes reviews lists, so we do have a new one that I've found, and that'll be read aloud in next no, I think in the episode in two weeks. Time travel's weird, but keep an ear out for that, and in the meantime, leave your own review for us. We also want to remind everyone that we do still have our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge to get access to all kinds of cool patron perks, like early access to certain episodes, character sheets for the PCs, and much, much more. In addition, by supporting our Patreon, you'll also be supporting multiple other content creators across the Patreon sphere via our Patreon at Forward program. More information on the program and a list of creators that we're patron are available on our Patreon page. Right now, I want to take a minute to recognize some of our awesome patrons and thank them so much for their support. Thank you to our honorary party members, Tanya, Sir Mox the Magnificent, Matthew Allen, and Shimmy Gangot, and to our Shimmerscale tribe leaders, Eugenio, Eliahu of Merck Grove, and Lisa Diane Mercado Etheridge. If you want to get shoutouts on the show and much, much more, hop on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and become a patron today. We want to thank BattleBards for providing some of the fantastic music you hear on our show, you can check out their awesome library at battlebards.com. We also use some of Scott Buckley's amazing scores, and you can check out all of his stuff at his website, scottbuckley.com.au. If you ever get adventures, character options, new monsters, or anything at all from the DMs Guild or from any of the drive through family of websites, be sure to use our affiliate links found on our website and in the episode notes when you shop there so that TLR gets a portion of your purchase. It's like Amazon Smile, but make it D&D. We also want to thank D&D Beyond for their support of our podcast and for being generally amazing in every way possible. If you aren't already a D&D Beyond fan and user, go check out their services at dndbeyond.com. You won't regret it. Eldritch Foundry is an up-and-coming customizable 3D miniatures company that prints your dream mini in extremely high detail. Listeners of The Last Refuge can support our show and get 10% off your entire order from eldritchfoundry.com by entering code LASTREFUGE, that's L-A-S-T-R-E-F-U-G-E, all one word at checkout. Okay, another short and sweet week. Hopefully we'll have more for you in the coming weeks, but for now, thanks for listening and happy gaming, y'all.
Okay, so the two of you have bardic inspiration. That's the first thing, because that lasts ten minutes. Yes? Yes. Yes. So you all are preparing. You're standing by the edge. You've got your spell implements and everything's ready. And the first thing is that Flick plays a couple of ditties and inspires the two of you. Hooray. What's next? Then I boop Bria on the nose and she goes bye-bye. And that lasts for an hour with concentration. Now, I do want to point out that invisibility is broken if the invisible person casts a spell or attacks. <laughs> well. That's fine, I guess. No, it's not. No one will see her there. <laughs> Whatever. No one will see you go up there. The visibility only works on one person. Yeah, he doesn't have high enough spell slots to cast it on anybody else. Whatever. I'll I'll be seen. I'm I'm sneaky. I guess I'll. We'll see. We'll see. You, you are a rogue, so in the air. <laughs> hide elsewhere. Yeah. We'll see. Whatever. Okay, so Bria is currently invisible. You two are so going to be closer to me anyways. So if right. you see me in the air and I fall, then. So Gotta go. Get All right, you. so Bria's invisible and and heads head starts heading off. Yes. Yes. Okay. What's next? I cast pass without trace. Okay. I have my wings. Okay. And I go. <laughs> so the two of you are flying to your destinations. No, I'm gonna get to the outside of it because we only have a minute of flight. I'm hoping ah, so to you're gonna fly get to the outside, oh, sure. explode, explode, ah. and then fly back down. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Love that. All right. And Flick and Bizdira, you two are doing what? <clears throat> uh, now, how far outside of the city are we supposed to wait? I think you should be right on the border of one and three, so that I can pop back down, and as soon as we see people moving and Kate gets back, we can go. Okay. Uh, like right at the edge of the city. Uh, I would. What? I would almost like to kind of be not a backup for Kit, but kind of be closer to Kit so I can keep my eye on her so if anything does happen to her, I can get to her. Okay. Um, and I have a faster speed so I can if she needs to change, I can dash with her okay. and go cool. like, what, 90 feet, 80 feet? So then you, feet. you'll be between 3 and 2 and Flick will be between 1 and 3 so Flick and I are a pair, you two are a pair. Yeah. I feel like I should have turned invisible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so nervous. You don't have to be right there. It's fine. I'll if know I, where I if I see. You. If I see you, I'm going to turn myself invisible. No, I'm just joking. I'm not doing that. (laughs) Bria, which uh, which triant are you in? Trine, are you in? I'm going to go to three because we know that the barracks are there. And and uh, yeah, you've you've numbered them, and I never did, so I just want to make sure that I have the right numbers. It's fine. No, 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 it's great. It's much easier this way. I just want to make sure I understand the numbers. And Kit, you're in two then. Yes, the one with the glowy power, (laughs) the black and purple energy one. So let's start with Bria, since you were the first to move off. Okay, here we go. Bria, you hustle around. Uh, using dashes and bonus actions and all of that to get into position as quickly as possible, knowing you have an hour before your uh, invisibility fades. So you have to at least get into position and begin the attacks uh, for the distraction before that hour is up. Mm-hmm. No problem there. You get around to the correct trine of the city, and then you start making your way in invisibly, yes? Yes. Okay, because you can't Cause see... Because I can't, I can't just, like, fly up at an angle to get to the... Like, it's not... The barracks are too far away for me to fly up, hit a couple times, and fly back down, right? I think I think so. With 120-foot range, I think so, yeah. I think you're going to have to get in a little bit, but that's fine. You're invisible right now, and... Your trine is the most sort of orderly, which means it's also the most predictable. Uh, There's not as much sort of wandering and meandering about by the undead here. Everything seems to be, for the most part, pretty ordered. Okay. So you approach the edge of the city. You have, you, like, can see a couple of patrols, but again, like, they're very regular. So once they pass, you can begin making your way through the city. Go ahead and make me a dexterity stealth check with advantage. 
Thanks for the advantage. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, 26. So you're moving through, and what you see in here is, is you know, these buildings, this area of the city that looks bombed out, right? And this is the, the result mostly, you think, of the, of the earthquake that sort of triggered all of this in the first place, triggered you all coming here and everything else. Um, and you do see these patrols every now and again of undead moving through this area. And for the most part, what you see are the the same creatures that you saw in that warband as you were coming here, before you met Mox. Uh, you see mostly uh, ghoul-looking things with long, slathering tongues, but these are clear... They're wearing armor, they have weapons, they're clearly a little more organized, a little better trained than your average run-of-the-mill ghoul. Every now and again, you'll see what must be a slightly higher-ranking ghoul, uh riding one of those awful ghoul steeds uh, but you will you those are way fewer and far between it, not every commander of a guard of a patrol unit has one of them uh, you just see them occasionally you're able to move through keep to keep to the mostly deserted streets avoid puddles and debris that would make noise uh, because you are in fact the rogue of the party and are good at sneaking because that's what you do uh, and so you move closer, and and at what point do you want to fly and do that? Because, uh, so you can sort of, uh, you can tell me, like, you walk a certain distance and you start to fly, or you can go as far as being able to see the barracks itself. Uh, it's up to you, however you want to sort of handle this. I want to be able to get out as quickly as possible, so once I'm 120 feet away, that I can hit it with my spell... That's how far I want to be. Okay, go ahead and make me a wisdom perception check. Does your, does turning, while you do that, does turning your wings on, it doesn't change your speed, does it? It doesn't give you a 60-foot fly speed, does it? Mm -mm. Okay, so walking and flying do, are in fact the same speed. It's just about where you're moving, whether on the ground or in the air. Yes. Great. Fine. Just making sure I understand. My perception check is an 18. Okay. Uh, So, yeah, I'll say you, uh, you get to about the, about the range of your, uh, of your firebolt and you see what must be the barracks because A, it's pretty well guarded. Uh, B, you understand immediately why Mox said it was vulnerable and it wasn't about the amount of guarding. It's the fact that it is a mostly intact building, but it looks like just barely. Like it's probably the largest, most intact building you've encountered while you made your way through here. And so it makes sense that it serves as the barracks, but it looks like it is holding on by a thread. It looks like, you know, a stiff shatter spell or or fireball would would topple this place without too much trouble. You're not sure that you'll be able to collapse the building with firebolt, but you can you can see sort of what the advantages are to attacking this point. Okay. Um Walk Excellent. me through. All right. So then I am going to, and remind me again, it is if I make any attack, not just a magical attack that I turn uninvisible, correct? Correct. Any any spell that you cast or and or any attack you make ends the invisibility. Okay. Okay. I'm still going to do it. Um, I am going to turn my wings on. Okay. They're silver. They're silver, but no one can see them yet. <laughs> but I knew it this time. Um, <laughs> I fly up into the air. You fly up into the air. And I take a really deep breath. Now, let me just tell you, you can see the barracks. You can see that there are guards at every entrance. There are a few patrols that now that you're above the city, you can see are near-ish by, but not right on top of where you are. You may, There's a patrol that's passing underneath you, but you let them pass before you take any actions. And then? I'm also, before I do anything else, so I take my deep breath, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to look around, and I'm going to plot my escape route first. Okay. All right. Make me... 
What are we going to call this? Make me, oh, I know, make me a, cart- a w- intelligence cartography check, since you're good at that. So it's like double proficiency, I think, and because that's like ma- you're mapping out something. Uh, it's a 22. I can't tell if I'm shivering because I'm cold or nervous. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a 22. So you you find a little, it's not, I mean, obviously you're in the air, so you could just fly directly out, but you can see you've been taking notes of some of the, the patrol routes that you've passed on your way in, and you, you sort of, there's a slightly zigzaggy course uh, that you can use to get out that you don't think, hopefully, uh, should intersect with any of the already established patrol routes that you've seen on the way in. Okay, um, so then... I've got that plotted, yep. and I say, okay, here I go, and um, I am going to uh, reach out my hand and point a fireball bolt to the guard that's, I guess, furthest away from where my escape route is. I want people looking there. Wait, close. I'm going to do it all really fast, so I'm going to do, like, the last one that I'll do is furthest away from my escape route, so that's the last place that they're looking. Okay, so it's like boom, 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 like a, like a strafing fire from nearest to farthest away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that sounds very exciting. We'll find out what happens shortly. Let's hop no, over. No, I hate you! <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. Kit, oh, I will say, Flick, at that moment, you feel invisibility drop, and you know the plan is afoot. Ah! All right, Kit... Kit, let's jump over to you. So you get your inspiration, and then you cast Pass Without Trace, yes? Yes. All right. Um, and then I think, yeah, I mirror what um, Brea does on the other side. I run over to the second trine. Um, okay. And Bizdira is coming with me? Yeah. Is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we run in the shadowy shadows. <laughs> okay, so you all head over that way. You've got ten minutes, so you're definitely putting the hustle on. Uh, but you get over there, and then you start into the city again, also on foot? Yeah, I think so. Now, your goal here is the library, correct? No. Oh, I'm no, sorry. I mean the... I the mean the darkness uh, generator. The darkness generator. Right, right, right. Sorry, that's what I meant. Uh, so your goal here is the darkness generator, which you haven't yet spotted. Uh, so you're not exactly sure. The barracks was the only one that you all had a firm location on. Right. Okay. So you start going in, I'm sorry, on foot? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Go ahead and make me dexterity stealth check. Normally, in terms of how many dice you roll, but plus 10 to whatever your addition, your normal, uh, uh, bonus is. Bizdira, are you going with her into the city, or are you just waiting outside, sort of, as backup should you be needed? I was gonna wait outside where I could keep an eye on the shadows, because I assume okay. that I have an idea of, like, if I pay attention, I can kind of see. Yeah, you'll be able to. There's a chance that, depending on how far into this trine she has to go, you may lose sight of her. Right. But for at least a little while, yeah, she'll you'll be you'll be able to watch the shadows progress. Okay. Kit, what'd you get? Twenty one. Okay, twenty one. What did you roll? A nine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, you got that past without trace. That is very very helpful. I love how you were just like, oh, it's a 21. Yeah, like, like it's still 21. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to be extra sneaky. And well, right, and when, you've, when your baseline, right, is a 10, like... Ugh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So as you begin to go in, this is the place of the purple energy and the shadows and the darkness. Uh, and you see, you see not, not a ton uh, of creatures as you move about. Every now and again, make me wisdom perception check. 
Um, 14. I'll take your passive of 18. Uh, Thank so, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you definitely see skeletons. Uh, a fair number of skeletons that are all wreathed in shadows uh, and sort of this purple eldritch arcane energy. Uh, and they sort of meander about in small groups. Every now and again, you could swear that you see a shadow moving at the periphery of, at, at your periphery, but every time you turn to look, you don't see anything. But, but more times than can be, uh, accounted for by your nervousness, you turn, uh, because you think you see a shadow move, uh, and then turn. This thing is my chick. I assume it's a chick. <laughs> I don't know why I assume it's a chick. I like, I like that. All right. Then make me so as you crawl through, you're just doing your best to stay out of the the naturally occurring shadows, or as now that you know there's a shadow generator, maybe not naturally occurring, but not created by you, uh, for fear of what you might find in them. Go ahead and make me a you know what? Make me a wisdom arcana check. Because what I'm wanting to do now is sort of your uh sense of magic around you. And the magical things around you. Bizdira, make me a wisdom perception check since you're trying to keep an eye on Kit. What'd you get, Kit? That was also only a 14. A 14. All right. So I think uh, this, you make sort of a a wandery path of this trine to try and find the darkness generator. And you're having a hard time pinpointing where it's coming from. You've now passed the halfway mark of your pass without trace. And so, uh, pass without trace is an hour. Oh, okay. Then you have not passed the halfway mark. We'll say you've passed the one third way mark. Okay, I I think at this point I I'm not having any luck, and I think I have to just fly up. Um, I'm also probably going to assume that Bria's, if she hasn't set off her part of the trap, is probably doing it really soon. Sure. So I think I I need to spring into action. I don't have any more time to waste. Okay. Before you do that, Bizdira, what was your wisdom perception check? I She literally spaced out. That was a five. <laughs> okay. You do at some point, and it's, it makes you tense and nervous, but also you knew it might happen. For the moment, you have lost sight of Kit's darkness. Great. Uh, are you going to stay out where you are and just try and keep an eye out and see if you can find her again, or what are you doing? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna stay put and just try okay. to kind of smack myself a little bit and be like, yes, right, absolutely, focus, focus, smack focus. yourself, and you're gonna keep it, keep a close eye out. Flick, uh, what about you? You know, well, I guess we haven't quite yet reached the moment of of attack yet because we went back in time to check in with Kit. But uh, what are you just hanging out until someone returns to you as was as was planned? I'm hanging out. Okay, all right. Well, now that I've, well, yeah. I'm going to wait to do that, but I might have something to do when we all are together again. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Remind me of that, and we will get back to you shortly. So, Kit, you are going to fly up gold wings. The Pass Without Trace is still there. You're still sh- you're shimmery, but you're shimmery in shadow, so that's fine. Go ahead and make me another dexterity stealth check for this. <laughs> 22. <laughs> <laughs> got it. Hey, we're getting wetter by one each time. All right, so uh, you fly up. And now make me a Wisdom Arcana check with Perception. I mean, with Advantage. Jesus. With Advantage, since you've got a better Vantage Point up here. An 18. Okay. Um, So with an 18, you sort of, you're able to get the lay of how the shadows sort of are. You can see from up here that the shadows are definitely unnatural because you can see where, uh, yes, like buildings create shadows in the daytime, but this trine is definitely darker than the 
others. So you get a sense for the pattern of these magical darkness shadows, whatever, that are being created and thrown in particular over this trine. And you trace them. Uh, you're able to sort of trace them and find an epicenter. And you see, a t- it's no wonder you missed it, right? It's a totally nondescript, small little remains of a building uh, in one area of this trine. Uh, the only thing that Mike's makes it remarkable, other than obviously now that you've had a chance to look uh, and and discovering that it's the epicenter of these shadows, is that the roof of this building doesn't exist, but it doesn't look like it collapsed in. It looks like perhaps it was purposefully removed, uh, because you can just, you can see a little bit inside, and you can see that, like, there isn't collapsed ceiling on the inside of this building. But beyond that, uh, it you're not sure what in there is causing darkness, uh, just that it's definitely coming from there. Perhaps a generator. Okay. Perhaps um, a generator. I want to get, I get, like, I want to get 120 feet out of it, <laughs> so I can just cast the uh, spell on it. Okay, uh, and your spell is f- flaming. No, I'm gonna cast tidal wave. Oh right. <laughs> okay. Uh, I so want you're gonna... an audio clip of you saying <laughs> like just for my life. <laughs> it's it's my ringtone on your phone for me. Yeah, for your text messages. <laughs> So uh, Kit begins to conjure Tidal Wave, which is an instantaneous spell, not a concentration spell? Yes, correct. Okay. So Flick begins to conjure. Kit begins to conjure. That's Kit, Kit begins to conjure. I mean, you know, Flick can trade spots with me. Kit begins to conjure. Bria begins to fire off firebolts. And that's where we're going to leave it for this mm-hmm. week. Ah! Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen next week to find out how successful this plan of distraction really ends up being. You can reach out to the TLR team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on Twitter and Instagram at at dndlastrefuge. That's at D, the letter N, D, Last Refuge. If you've got more than 280 characters to say to us, you can also email us at dndlastrefuge at gmail.com. If you want to know more about us as players, access our Patreon, see some awesome fan art, find out what cons we'll be attending and get links to other streams and podcasts where you can see us playing even more D&D, you can go to our website, www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Hupp, my story consultant for this campaign, and of course, all of you for listening. I am your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me, I have... Bizdira, Kit, Bria, and a Flick. Happy gaming, y'all. I'm going to go grab a player's handbook because I know <laughs> I just is what do you, I have my I have mine. What do you need? No, stop. Oh Come back. Come back. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't. He, I literally he just took looked off his at headphones. it. He I know. can't hear I you. I've got mine over there too. It's it's, oh it's not a drone. It, it, it's, it's not. not. We all checked. Okay, we have to be super he needs to leave this We have to be oh super matter of fact about this and be like, "No, sending is not a druid spell. Like, why don't you know this information?" It's ridiculous. Mm, you know he Wait, can listen back. He just back walked and... away. He just walked away. We had the... it was right. <sighs> but was it? Never mind. Whose side are you taking? I have a feeling taking? he's looking up something else. Sending is a cleric spell. I know if it only is. Only we had a cleric. <laughs> <laughs> Thank and you a for spell. it's DM a bard spell. Salt in the wound. DM, we oh. all had our. P- players' handbooks with us. All of us. Did you? Them. Yes. All of us. And we so we tried to well, stop. It's not a spell. Oh, didn't hear you. <laughs>